VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Friends, we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on the VCY America Network. As you listen to Crosstalk, you know that we're living in perilous times. I mean, increasingly we're seeing many evil things going on in our society, and we address them on the program. But we've also pointed to the greatest issues of our day are not against flesh and blood. Scripture says that they are against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Indeed, we are in a spiritual battle. And the time in which we're living, ladies and gentlemen, is critical for people everywhere to place their faith, their trust in Jesus Christ as Savior. In addition, we find the urgency for believers today to be salt and light, to make a lasting spiritual impact in the lives of individuals with whom you come in contact with. Our guest today has put this very concept into films, to recognize that people everywhere have a spiritual need, and that God has placed each one of us in the place where we live, where we shop, where we work, where we recreate, to make a difference for Him. We've got a lot of information to unpack today. Let me introduce Rich Cristiano. He is a film writer, director, and producer. In 2002, he, along with his brother Dave, formed five and two pictures, reminiscent of the lad who shared what he had, five loaves and two fish. Rich is a writer, a director, producer of multiple films like Time Changer, Unidentified, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry, A Matter of Faith, Play the Flute, and Mind Reader. Rich, thanks for joining us here today. Jim, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, we do have a lot to unpack, but I'm confident there are many listening today who are not familiar with you or the distinctive Christian films, Rich, that that you produce. So I think it's important for our listeners to first hear a word about you, your background, and your philosophy of making films. Sure. My brother, I have a twin brother. We were born in upstate New York. We were raised Roman Catholics, and we were pretty good guys. We thought you could believe in God and live a good life to go to heaven. I was going to find out that was not so. We went to Hollywood, California to try to pursue our dream to make Hollywood films. And while out there, both of us, over the course of nine months, became born-again Bible-believing Christians, totally changed our lives. In fact, for me, the first non-Catholic church service I ever walked into was John MacArthur's church, Grace Community Church, and some of your listeners know who he is. And God got us out of, uh, out of California. We went to Arkansas to get a graduate degree in radio, TV, film. And my brother graduated first because he had gone to some undergrad. He had gone to undergrad school there. And he got a job in San Antonio at San Antonio College. He met a guy by the name of Wendell Moody. And our desire was to make films. And Wendell said, you guys should make Christian films. And at the time, we didn't even know what they were. And we watched a couple films. And he said, look, you shoot them for the church. And uh, it's a good way to get started. Well, God was working on our hearts, too, building a philosophy, because he didn't want us in Hollywood. He wanted us out of there. And it became clear, and our philosophy simply became this. We wanted to make films that first please the Lord. If he's not pleased, nothing's, nothing good's going to come of it. So you want to please the Lord. Second, want to try to edify believers. Third, want to try to share the gospel so a non-believer will consider Christ. That's been our philosophy since day one with our movies, and we've stuck with it. And I feel like the Lord is pleased, and he's been blessing our efforts here, and it's just an honor to do these films. Rich, how does film impact a life? Look, film's powerful. I tell pastors all the time, I think the number one problem you face in your congregation is secular entertainment. And I realize pastors can't sit in the pulpit and tell people what to watch or what not to watch. But I'm telling you, you know, parents, if you lose your kids, you're going to lose them to the media because people, I mean, movies are powerful. I can give you a really quick illustration. The first film I ever did was a little 39-minute movie called The Appointment. This Mm -hmm. is a true story. I was showing it at a retreat to about 100 people, and I knew their pastor wasn't there. So I told the guy running the retreat, I'm going to try a little experiment. I got up, and I was talking about the film. I had a guy stand up. I said, sir, do you go to church? He goes, yes, I do. I said, do you go every week? He goes, yes, I do. I said, good. What did your pastor talk about from the pulpit one month ago? Now, the guy looked at me, Jim, like I asked him a chemistry question. He didn't know. He looked at his wife. She didn't know. He looked at me. I don't know. 
I said, you don't know. I'm going to tell your pastor on you. Everybody started to laugh. He started to sit down. I said, wait a minute, sir. Let me ask you another question. Have you ever seen a movie called The Wizard of Oz? He goes, yes, I have. I said, when's the last time you've seen that movie? He goes, oh, it's been forever, 10 or 15 years ago. I said, good, tell me about it. The guy gave me the longest stare down. I said, sir, if I gave you a half an hour, could you tell me about Dorothy, Toto, Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion, Wicked Witch, the Munkins, Munchkins, the whole thing? He said, yes, I could. Now, Jim, this was a movie he said he hadn't seen for 10 or 15 mm. years, but he could remember detail after detail, but he couldn't remember what his pastor talked about from the pulpit one month ago. And so if we don't think media and movies impact us, well, yeah. we're wrong, because they do, and the enemy has used them to destroy the world, really, the morality of the world, but the Lord can use them, too to call people into his kingdom and to edify believers, and that's what we try to do with our films. Rich, as, as I mentioned in my introduction to you, you produce, as well as your brother Dave, you produce distinctive Christian films. Now, there's a lot of Christian films that are being produced today, but are absent from many of the, the absolutes and the values that, that you just expressed a bit ago. But one thing you, you never want to see is a person watch one of your films and say, oh, that was a good film, and just kind of go on their way. You really desire that the people who see your films come away evaluating themselves, uh, putting into action the very biblical truth that you present. Yep, God did the work in our heart, Jim, but that's our passion. We want to put a real message for the Lord in our films. Two good verses, you know, for me, John fifteen five, Jesus said, Abide in me, you'll bear much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. I believe that, you know. I mean, in other words, if we want to impact people, we've got to first please the Lord. I don't want to pick on Star Wars, but Star Wars, the Lord can't do anything with that movie, you know. It's not for him. Psalm 40, verse 3 is a good verse where David said he put a new song in my heart, a song of praise to the Lord. Many shall see and fear and trust in him. I swap out the word song and put film. He put a new film in our heart, a film of praise to the Lord. Many shall see and fear and trust in him. Also, if we want people to make a commitment to the Lord, they've got to hear truth, right? Nobody got saved, gets saved apart from the gospel. So we're trying to put real truth in our films, again, to, give, to edify believers, to give them food for thought, but always want to share the gospel so a non-believer watching will come to Christ. Also, I think if you try to make films that buddy up to the world, that doesn't make an impact, because it's kind of like Abraham and Lot. Okay, Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom, i.e. the world. How many people did you reach, Lot? He didn't reach anybody. He lost his wife, and he was all messed up. Um, so we try to go the way of the Lord with the films, and I think you've got to show somebody something opposite of what they're used to to try to get their attention these days anyway. So obviously we just trust in God to use the films in the eyes of the viewers, and uh, thankfully it seems like he does so. Well, we're going to talk about two of them today, Rich, and one were, is one that you produced uh, several years ago. It's called The Secrets of Jonathan Spirey. If you would, just give us a brief overview of the film. Yeah, I'm very excited what we're going to talk about here today in this offer we're going to make to the viewers, but The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry is about a 75-year-old man, played by Gavin McLeod, by the way, who... Um, living in the year 1970, that starts having these Bible studies with these three 12-year-old boys to motivate them to start reading the Bible to follow the Lord. Heartwarming film, lots of good biblical lessons that Jonathan Sperry teaches these kids. In fact, the tagline on this movie is, what he teaches them will last forever. Yeah. And uh, this movie's got a lot of heart and it's for all ages, uh, not just kids. In, sure. Yeah, I mean, here's an elderly man. Uh, what is he, uh, 75 in the film? Right. 75 right. years old, and, uh, you know, you could just have him sitting back in the recliner or spending all day at the lake by himself catching fish, but instead you present him as a senior citizen who's making a mark on 12-year-old boys. Yes, I wanted to show viewers, look, just because you're 75, life doesn't end. And, you know, you, you show me an 85-year-old guy at my church, that's the guy I want to talk to. He's got the wisdom. And as Christians, we never retire, right? And here's a guy who's trying to do ministry and impact people, in this case, boys, young boys, you know, 12 years old, to try to do Bible studies with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully it's inspiring to the senior saints that you yeah. can have an impact for Christ even now. Here's a brief clip from The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. The Lord is interested in the girls we like. Absolutely. The Lord is interested in everything in our lives. Yeah, I know. The Bible's always saying, don't do this and don't do that. <laughs> oh, I never look at it that way. 
What do you mean? Everything in the Bible is there to make our lives better. Now, the Bible says not to steal. Do you want anyone stealing from you, Mark? No. Well, I guess that's a pretty good thing, isn't it? And so he uses the scriptures and everyday occurrences to teach biblical truth. Right, absolutely. There's a lot of little lessons like this, a lot of little gems um, that he shares with the boys Mm -hmm. throughout the film that I think can make a difference in their lives, for sure. One is a visit to the graveyard, Rich. Yes, this is probably our favorite scene in the whole movie. Um, I think it's turned out well, and um, this powerful little scene here to really make people think about eternity. Think of everyone you love, gentlemen. Everyone you know. Even people you may dislike. And realize this. One day, every person will die. They'll either go to heaven or, sadly, to hell. There's no in-between, no second chance, and no one can escape this fate. No one can escape this fate. Now, Rich, we're living in a time when we're seeing sudden deaths happen. We're seeing athletes just drop over on basketball courts and, and sports fields and, and gymnasiums and swimming pools, etc. This death is a real thing, and it's really an eye-opener as, as Jonathan Sperry is imparting his life into these boys, saying nobody can escape this. You know, we're all going to be faced with this decision pertaining to eternity. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, to me, I... Just in my own life, I feel like I've never been more focused on eternity than I am today. I mean, you can look back at the last two or three years of all the people that passed away. A lot of famous people have died, right? Yeah. And a lot very suddenly. I think all of us know people in our lives that have died suddenly. This is why the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Mm -hmm. If anybody listening is kind of putting off a decision to commit to Christ, in other words, don't take another second. In other words, the time is now to do it. And you know what? we wanted to do in that scene is bring eternity into the eyes of the viewer, because yeah. ultimately you've got to look ahead, right? right? I mean, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark, as they say, and we know Jesus is coming back, eternity's coming, and we need to deal with this issue. And it'll, it's a life-changing issue, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's not like we're selling rat poison here. Christ offers eternal life. What, mm-hmm. There's nothing better to even envision but we've got to come on his terms. We've got to do it his way, not our way. Well, one of the neat things about this film, Rich, is that there are so many different themes that are addressed in this film. I mean, as he's ministering to young boys, there are it ministers to children who've lost a parent to death. Uh, it, it speaks to children who are in rebellion against their parents. It speaks to children who are uh, bullying others as well as those who are being bullied. And, and then we also see children here who, who know Christ the Savior, but develop that burning desire to reach their friends for Christ. Yeah, especially like you mentioned the bully. There's, a, there's kind of a harmless bully in this movie, but there's a bully, and obviously kids face bullies all the time. And I really like the way Jonathan Sperry's going to yeah. end up trying to reach this bully for the Lord. And he's very wise with how he do it, does it. You know, really the title of the movie, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry, could have been called The Wisdom of Jonathan Sperry. Here you have a 75-year-old godly Christian man who shares wisdom. Friends, we're going to share with you more following the break. Rich Cristiano is with us here today from 5 and 2 Pictures and uh, talking about impacting others for Christ through film. We'll also be sharing how you can obtain copies of these through Crosstalk. More information in just a moment. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY America Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and creation researcher with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, just how intelligent were the Neanderthal people? Chris, the Neanderthals were people just like me and you. They were descendants of at least one of the tribes that migrated away from the Tower of Babel. Perhaps they lived in harsh conditions, but they were fully human. Archaeologists have even found that they had musical instruments, using the hollowed-out bones of animals perforated with holes like a flute. When replicas of these are made, it's found that they used the same musical scale that we use today. Mostly, they preferred minor keys. Of course, even the Israelites are known for their songs in minor keys, producing beautiful but haunting melodies. You see, Chris, even Neanderthals go back to Genesis, and so should we. To equip yourself with facts that support your faith, visit us on the web at www.icr.org. That's www.icr.org. 
Impacting Others for Christ Through Film. Our topic today, Rich Cristiano is with us and uh, discussing two of his films, Secrets of Jonathan Speary, we're talking about right now. We'll introduce you to a second one in just a bit and also make these available to you today through Crosstalk. So please be ready to jot down uh, some information. We'll provide you a phone number and a website here as well. Uh, We're talking about right now the Secrets of Jonathan Speary, a 75-year-old man who just is imparting his wisdom to these 12 year old boys who are soaking it in and they're dealing with the issues of life one of which is dealing with a a bully who is mean to them at times is not physical violence as such in here but but is is mean and rude and 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 obnoxious at times and uh, Jonathan Speary does see through this young lad as well and here's a brief clip from from a a scene from the secrets of Jonathan Speary so you think he got me all figured out I may be old, Nick, but my eyesight is still pretty good. And I can see a hurting heart. The Lord Jesus is here for you, Nick, just like he was for your father. Just call out to him. You know the path you're on is the wrong one. I should have never come here. Wow. You see that impact. Even uh, This is the bully that is now in Jonathan Spurry's home talking to him on, uh, about life itself. Yes, there was an interaction they had earlier, and Jonathan Sperry said, if you ever want to talk, I'm happy to talk to you, Mm -hmm. because Nick never knew his father, because he died when he was young, so he decides to come to talk to Jonathan Sperry, who's beautifully played by Gavin McLeod. People might remember him, like from Mary Tyler Moore in The Love Mm -hmm. Boat. Gavin Gavin McLeod became a born-again believer in 1984, and he loved, we did two films with him, he loved the Jonathan Sperry movie. To to him, this is the most important thing he ever did in his life. He knew it would last forever and be used, and he really was behind it. But um, I really like the way he deals with it. But he he shows Christian love, and he shares truth with him, and ultimately it's going to impact Nick. Uh, Rich, you place an emphasis on the Gospel of John in this movie, The Secrets of Jonathan Spear. Tell us about that emphasis yes, on yes. the Gospel. It's funny. We, in other words, because uh, the lead kid, Dustin, in this movie starts talking to this character, Mr. Barnes. He tries, to, he tries to, in essence, witness to him, and he says he started reading the Gospel of John, and he encourages Mr. Barnes to start reading the Gospel of John. And over the years, I've received so many emails from parents when they're Kids saw these, this movie, there's 10-year-old, they would go into the room and start reading the Gospel of John. It's amazing mm-hmm. how viewers picked up on this, because we do bring it up maybe three times, but it's really been used. And look, at think about this, an 8-year-old, a 9-year-old reading the Gospel of John, what yeah. better place would you really have them be in the Bible initially than reading that book, right? And so this movie has influenced people to do that, and that's been a real encouragement. Uh, the other ma- matter is, in this film, it shows the power of the Gospel, and and in a hard heart in particular. Here's just an excerpt. We heard from that town bully just a bit ago. Here's just an excerpt uh, how the Spirit of God getting a hold of his heart. God... Jesus. I don't know what to say. Sorry for the way I am. Sorry for the way I treated Mr. Sperry. Picking on those kids at school. I just. I just wish I could be normal. I just wish I could change. Rich, how many people just, you know, I just wish I could be normal. I wish I could change. You know, I didn't have all these circumstances impacting me. And whether one is 12 years old, they're 18, they're 28, they're 88, they're, that, that alone is going to impact them. Right, absolutely. And it's, you know, when we're praying to the Lord, it's not always the words, it's the heart attitude, yes. it's the humility behind it, right? I mean, I think of the chief thief on the cross. Remember me when you come in your kingdom. He recognized the authority of Jesus, realized he was a sinner, and I think he says that humbly and in desperation when he shares that with him. And so, you know, that's what we tried to show in this scene where, you know, here's a little kid, not sure, know how to pray, just kind of shares his heart with the Lord, and you know the Lord's going to meet him there. You know he will. 
Well, friends, that's uh, an overview of The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri, a captivating film. Uh, and whether you're, uh, this is a film that an eight-year-old would benefit. It's uh, one that an 85-year-old would benefit from. And uh, all ages in between, you've got adults interacting with young people. You see a young person who's who's burdened to reach an elderly neighbor for Christ and, and puts his faith into action by doing things for him. Uh, powerful uh, messages that come through Secrets of Jonathan Spiri. We're going to tell you about a second film, and then we'll tell you how you can get the t- two of them combined. Rich, there's another film, uh, more current in production, that addresses a, s- a sincere need in many youth groups today across our nation. Uh, so many youth groups are, are built on entertainment today or just running alongside our culture rather than building a true biblical foundation in the lives of those we minister to. We, we're troubled by the number of young people that are just abandoning their faith once they leave, uh, you know, high school. And uh, certainly having fun is not wrong, but when it, the emphasis as a church youth group uh, uh, is is more focused on entertainment than it is building up a young person in the faith, there's there's trouble. Uh, is is our emphasis on an entertainment or is on spiritual matters? And that's a theme you develop in your film called Play the Flute. Tell us about it. Yes, this was a real labor of love. Play the Flute is about a youth director who takes over an indifferent youth group to try to motivate these kids to read God's Word and get serious about the Lord. And a real live youth pastor shared this with me once. He goes, if you get them in with fun and games, you've got to keep them with fun and games. Yep. If you get them in with the Word of God, you've got a chance to keep them with the Word of God. And my character, Brandon Cobb, is determined to keep the kids there with the Word of God. He's very inspiring, he's very motivating, but he doesn't back off his convictions, and he's going to try to impact these kids with the truth, with the Bible. And uh, again, there's a lot of life lessons in this movie, and he's going to make an impact that's going to change the lives of some of these students, for sure. And friends, we see a lot of apathy in many a youth group today. I'm going to play a brief clip that takes us to a scene in which this new youth group leader is just kind of announced and before the young people, and he wants to challenge the young people. Here's a clip from Play the Flute. I would like each of you to make a commitment to do two things. First, I'd like you to memorize Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. And then for your daily Bible reading, start by reading the Gospel of John. Just one chapter a day, and we can discuss John chapter 1 this Wednesday evening when we meet. Come on, man. You really think that we want to read the Bible? And you are? They call me Squirrel. Squirrel. Because he used to hunt squirrels when he was younger. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I mean, it's boring. Just being honest with you. And I appreciate the honesty, but let me ask you something, Mr. Squirrel. Have you ever used a map before? Yeah. When I didn't know where I was going. And it helped you get there, didn't it? Sure. So think of the Bible as a map. Not only will it tell you how to live your life here on earth, more importantly, it'll tell you how to get to heaven. I still don't want to read the Bible. (laughs) How about you guys? Anyone want to read the Bible? And that's what he is up against, Rich. Yep, that's what he's up against, but he's going to use some wisdom and some smarts, and the Lord's going to lead him, Mm -hmm. and he comes up with some things to challenge the kids with. What I like about this is, you know, we show some things where the youth pastor is getting discouraged Mm -hmm. because he's not getting results, but he doesn't back off. You know, think about Noah building that ark. He probably was discouraged, too, and Mm -hmm. they had to ask him, what are you doing? But I like the fact that the youth pastor sticks his convictions. He feels like the call of God is to try to motivate these kids from the Scripture, and that's what he sticks with. And, you know, they'll have to see what happens, but he's going to make yeah. an impact, I'll say that. And the, the role of, of the youth pastor is played by Brett Varvel, who's a tremendous guy, stand-up Christian guy. I wanted a true believer in that role that re- could rep that film, and he's wonderful in this movie. Now, I noticed that in this clip that we just played, he asked them to read the Gospel of John, so that, that theme comes through this film yeah. as well. Yep, I brought that up, where that was the first book that he was going to teach through, talking to the kids. So, I don't know, the, the, it's, it's a Gospel of John emphasis day-to-day. Right? Yeah. And again, this film has so many uh, themes and, and matters that you address in this. Uh, there, there is a character in the film that has a stuttering problem, uh, who's not really accepted by others. Tell us about that character. Yes. The role of Natalie, who's the one, like, really solid Christian, but she stutters, and the kids make fun of her, especially one kid makes fun of her, and that's a storyline, and that's a big thing when it comes to kids 
and students especially. Students making fun of other students, and I feel like we address that in the film. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, if, if, if you just stop making fun of others, that's, that's almost a life-changing truth. So, in other words, there's some things like that. There's little life lessons in this movie, because what it is, we focus on, on five of the students, and all of them have a little issue they're dealing with. Yep that is going to get addressed in this movie, for sure. Including rebellion against parents. That's part of it there as well, and you'll see what happens, friends, in, in that. Uh, we know that there's a huge emphasis on the entertainment, the size of youth groups today, and what's the latest activity you did. I, You know, I'd like to play another clip and have you comment on it. This is uh, from uh, Play the Flute. Got a call from our old friend, Matt. Matt? What did he want? I didn't think you two were that good of friends. As I recall, you were usually on the opposite side of the issues during seminary. Well, I heard I took the youth group, called to see how it was going. And probably to ask how many you have, right? Yeah, he then proceeded to tell me that his youth group's grown from 60 to over 200 in just over a year. And now we know why he really called. I asked him how he did it. He started talking about all these programs and fun things that they do. And was he giving them the truth or just telling these kids what they want to hear? We just talked about the things that they do. So are we just going to start playing games now every time we get together? Hmm, interesting thought there, Rich. Yeah, this is the battle everybody has, right? You know, all churches want their churches to grow and stuff. The mm-hmm. question is, are you going to grow them based on the truth? You know, there's a scene in there we talk about faithfulness and motives doing two critical things. Uh, that's a, that's a challenge here, you know, and so Brandon Cobb, though, is not going to go to the fun and games. He's not going to divert. He's just going to figure out a way to try to come at these kids. He's, he's relentless. He's just going to keep mm-hmm. coming at these kids in love and keep addressing it and addressing it, and he's going to hope for a breakthrough, and that's what he's waiting for. He is waiting for that, and he gets a lot of discouragement along the way. I mean, very, very heavy discouragement. And, Rich, uh, and this is something else that comes through this film, because sometimes we, we pour ourselves into ministry and, and wonder, am I getting anywhere? That's really how this leader felt at times. Yes, absolutely. And I realize it's easy to get discouraged in ministry, you know, and I think lots of times, like I remember the first film I ever made, first feature film, I felt like the Lord said, Rich, I don't care if five people see this, make it for me. I think that's the test. In other words, if you want true success in life, please the Lord, period. And so when it comes to, you know, a youth pastor or whatever, obviously you want to see results. I understand that. The question is, we've just got to keep pure motives and be faithful and leave the results up to the Lord. We all know there's a lot of mega churches out there that are doing things, and I'm not so sure they're planning the truth and doing it. Yeah, they're building their empires, but um, so it's just God's looking for faithfulness, right? That's what he's really looking for, yeah. people that want his agenda. And I think Brandon Cobb will be a real encouragement to any youth pastor, for any youth worker, for sure. You know, the interesting thing about this movie, yes, it's about a youth pastor. We actually get the better, as good, if not a better response from the adults. You know, I, when I was promoting this movie and we were doing our showings, I went to some men's groups and I said, look, gentlemen, you want to score points with your wife or your date? You show her this movie. I guarantee you she'll be tough and uh, touched. And I said, and gentlemen, if you're humble enough, I think you will be too, if you'll admit it, you know. I mean, this has got some touching moments. Yeah. And really, the purpose of this film is to motivate people to get serious about the Lord. That's where the whole idea mm-hmm. came from, just very briefly. I remember in, I asked myself a question. What is a Christian? And the first thing I thought of as a Christian is someone who's serious about the Lord. And so what? You know what? I'm going to make a movie about that, about a youth pastor who's going to motivate people to get serious about the Lord. And I called it Play the Flute. Friends, I'm going to have one more clip from Play the Flute in our next segment here and also share with you how you can attain copies of these. Uh, Rich Cristiano with us here today, impacting others for Christ through film, back in a minute here on Crosstalk. The New England Primer was introduced in Boston in 1690 by Benjamin Harris. It was the first textbook printed in America. For a century after its introduction, it was the beginning textbook for students, and until well into the 20th century, it continued to be a principal text in all types of American schools. The founders, as well as millions of other Americans, learned to read from the New England Primer and the Bible. The core of the primer is its rhyming alphabet such as for letter A, in Adam's fall, we send all. The letter G, as runs the glass, man's life doth pass. 
It also included lessons for youth, Bible questions, and a shorter catechism. A pocket-sized hardcover edition of this 1777 historical reprint is available for a donation of $9 or more by calling VCY at 1-800-729-9829. Ask for the New England Primer. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Rich Cristiano is with us here today. And, um, you know, friends, God has put us in a place for such a time as this, the people you come in contact with. And that really starts within our own home, our children and, and our, our, our mates, our, our families and grandchildren. And on that list goes. But, but also, as we mentioned just a bit ago with uh, Jonathan Speary, a 75-year-old man pouring himself into 12-year-old boys living in his neighborhood and making that impact for for Christ. Rich, I want to play just one last scene here as well. This is from uh, uh, the uh, Play the Flute film that we're talking about. And uh, this is uh, just to understand the passion coming from this youth leader who tries and tries and tries to reach this youth group and to bring about change, to open their eyes, you know, to, 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 the, to the pathway they're following. Here's a clip from Play the Flute. You guys, look, I'm not God. I can't judge their hearts. But they never took this Bible stuff seriously. And it seems to me that you guys keep passing on it too. And as much as I wish I could help you, I realize now I can only play the flute. You have to respond. You have to make it your own. Sadly, most of us don't. Like the Jews of old, we too have become indifferent. Indifferent to the fact that Jesus Christ came to this earth and died on a cross being the perfect sacrifice to pay the penalty for our sins. Indifferent to the fact that he was then buried and he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures proving he was God. Indifferent to the fact that he went to the right hand of the Father to make a way for us to enter heaven and have eternal life. The Lord Jesus is looking for followers who realize that they are sinners and need a savior. These are his terms, and I can't change them. Powerful clip, Rich, just seeing the passion he pours out before his youth group that has been so indifferent. Yep, we call this the play the flute scene because it's a bigger scene where he explains Mm -hmm. what it means, what he means by play the flute and stuff. And, you know, probably of all the scenes that I've been involved with in my life, I I would maybe put this scene at the top because it says really what you want to say, you know, and... I'm just hoping the Lord will use this scene when people watch it, but it's, it is a strong scene. It really turned out, it's funny, when we were shooting it that day, there were none of the extras, you know, we had a youth group in there, and none of them knew it was coming, and there were several believers in there. And when Brett did the very first scene, three or four of them looked at me, and they just said, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't, you could just feel it in the room. So, see, here's the thing, Jim. Look, viewers, listeners, when you get these movies... You've got to have movies that have truth in it. If you want to reach somebody, it's the truth that does it. They've got to hear truth. And and the Christian movies that get made that have nothing in it, you know, nothing's going to happen. And so many of the films, especially the ones that come out in bigger releases, they're so watered down. Look, when did Jesus water down anything in the Bible? I mean, when the, when the crowd got big, he got tougher. Look in Luke, 20, in Luke 14, verse 25, says a great multitude is following him. He turns around and says, look, you want to follow me? You've got to hate your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. You've know, got to be willing to give it all up. And he hits it as hard as he could hit it. And we do it all in love here, but there's real truth in both of these movies. Yeah. And they're both in, meant to be inspiring films. And I think the Lord can really use them as you hand them out to people in your circle that you care about. Here's a pastor from Pennsylvania who said, wow, powerful, what a message, it really moved us. Here's a pastor from Georgia, wow, this movie is so powerful, everyone needs to see the film. It's definitely the clearest and most concise gospel message. Here's a pastor from New York, very touching, very inspirational, very truth-filled. A pastor from Maryland, God is going to use this movie to change a lot of lives. A pastor from Washington State, words cannot express how thankful I am for how the Lord used you and others in making this movie. And uh, Dr. Terry Mortensen, the Answers in Genesis, said you and your team did a a fabulous job on this movie. It really touched my heart. All the characters were very believable. I hope thousands of youth groups in America 
watch it. Well, friends, you can obtain these two films, uh, The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry and Play the Flute. And if uh, what we're doing is we're offering this as a set today on Crosstalk, our way of saying thank you for your support of $25. And uh, in in addition to sending you a DVD copy of, of uh, uh, The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri and a copy of Play the Flute, we also are going to include a complimentary copy of The Gospel of John uh, in this two-DVD set as well, because that's one of those uh, themes that comes through both of these films, and you can use that gospel to share with others. And one of the things I appreciate about The Gospel of John we're sending out, uh, by the way, it's the King James Version, but on the very back, it's Ask the question after reading. You know, these are written that you might believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God. You believe you might have life through his name. But then you see at the end of the gospel, have you met the Son of God? Why did he come? What did he do? What does he offer? And how can you receive it? That's all part of the Gospel of John and that uh, invitation to trust Christ at the very end. And uh, we're tucking one of these in for anybody who orders the set, The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri and Play the Flute. We're making it available for a donation of $25. We're making this available for the next 30 days. And if you'd like to obtain these, you need to. Uh, you can go online, vcyamerica.org vcyamerica.org, or you may call our switchboard at 1-800-729-9829, 1-800-729-9829. Just ask for this Cristiano DVD set. We'll know exactly what that is, but in that will be a copy of Play the Flute, a copy of The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri, and also a copy of The Gospel of John, all for donation of $25. And uh, not only does that help support Crosstalk, but it also helps support Rich Cristiano to make more Christian films. And uh, so your gift of $25 or more. And if you want to request multiple sets, you can do that as well. And uh, to share them with others. And Rich, what a powerful way to impact others with the gospel message. Absolutely. This is a very generous offer that VCY is doing here. This is maybe as good as offer as we've ever put out there. Um, look, these two films really came together. One thing about the Jonathan Sperry, there's a lot of bonus features on the mm-hmm. DVD, too. There's the behind-the-scenes making of the movie where we explain how we shot it. But more importantly, these are tools with real message of the Lord for all ages that you can hand out to relatives, family members, coworkers, whatever. Have people over to your house. Look, as I said earlier, the enemy is using film. The Lord can, too. Yeah. And these films were made first to please Him, and second to edify believers, and third to share the gospel. And look, we're really, we work hard on these films. We work hard on the scripts, just so the listeners know. I've never shot a movie for the sake of doing a movie. I do movies I feel led to do, and both of these uh, were laborers of love, and hopefully you'll use them to impact others, that's what we're trying to do, and it's a really good offer that VCY is presenting. We really appreciate it. And friends, again, The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri, the film is like 95 minutes long. There's a 40-minute documentary behind the scenes. There's commentary between Rich and Gavin McLeod. There's, see, The Houses of Jonathan Spiri, a, a message from the director. I believe you even have a Spanish track on that one as well. Yes, absolutely. There's a Spanish uh, dub on on the Jonathan Sperry movie, and Play the Flute's 104 minutes. There's a lot to that movie. There's a lot of little life lessons in both of these films. So hopefully this will be a good value for the listeners. Friends, uh, again, you can obtain these going to our website, vcyamerica.org. You'll find it there on the scroll at the top of the page, vcyamerica.org, or reaching out to our switchboard at one 800 729-9829. And uh, within the next 30 days, uh, uh, we're offering these together for a donation of $25. That includes Play the Flute, includes The Secrets of Jonathan Spiri, and we're also tucking in uh, the Gospel of John uh, with that invitation message at the very end that you can take this gospel and share it with somebody else. Our number, 800-729-9829, to order that, or vcyamerica.org. If you have a question about what we've said, maybe you've seen one of these films and and, uh, attest to the impact it's made, our number to crosstalk is 800-733-2970, 800-733-2970. 
1-800-733-9829. That's 1-800-733-9829. Perhaps there's a question uh, that, that come, come to your mind as to uh, what we've talked about here on the broadcast today, but uh, really impacting a life for Christ. Now, Rich, this is not only something that, I mean, uh, just the viewer is going to benefit this, themselves by watching this, but but also knowing that that this can impact others. And I, it's one of the, the this pair of films, you know, sharing with the, a youth group leader, sharing with grandchildren, sharing with one's own children, other people in the church. It's just a powerful set in order to get this in, into the hands of many. Right, absolutely. You know, there's two ways to evangelize people. You share the gospel to evangelize somebody, or you motivate a Christian to want to share the gospel. And really, we're trying to do both in yes. these films, mm-hmm. to motivate Christians. Look, people go to church on Sunday morning, that's a good thing, but what are we really doing to try to reach out to anybody? Now think about it, be honest. Well, you know what? Here are two tools you can use to give to a relative, a cousin, Hey, it's a discussion starter. People love to watch movies, yep. and it's endless. And you know what? Just trust God to use it. Give them some. Have it. Pray. You know, give them a friend of yours a movie. Pray to the Lord. Use it. And then say, hey, what you think? Everybody likes to give their opinion. You can use these as discussion starters because you can talk about the films. Let's go to Jennifer in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Jennifer, you're on the air. Hi. I just wanted to thank Rich for these films. I've seen both of them, mm-hmm. and they're just incredible. They're convicting. Um, just as a Christian wanting to share the gospel and wanting to share Christ with others, it's every time I watch them, I get new tools and new ways to think about reaching difficult people. And uh, it was my husband's birthday this last Sunday, and the one movie that he wanted to watch again as a family with our kids was Jonathan Ferry. Every time I watch that movie, it just is just incredible, especially the scene in the cemetery. It's just really, you know, wide is the road, narrow is the path. And yeah. I just want to thank you for that and appreciate these films. Thank you very much, Jennifer, for your kind words. By the way, we have a cemetery scene in Play the Flute also. Yeah. I brought it yes. back. So. Yes, I remember. They kind of, there's a cross over there. Yep. Yep. Thank you very much for your kind words. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you, Jennifer. And yep, uh, very interesting. That's the, the film Dad wanted to watch on his birthday, uh, uh, Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. Uh, appreciate your call. Uh, let's go next to uh, Daniel in Goodyear, Arizona. Hi, Daniel. You're on the air. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, Rich. I appreciate your ministry. Um, can I get your thoughts on uh, the new movie, Jesus Revolution? Thank you, gentlemen. Uh- Daniel, haven't seen it. Sorry, you know, I just haven't seen it. So I've heard some things about it. And, you know, I just know that um, our strategy is different from Lionsgate. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And indeed, uh, again, the philosophy, and this is what we're talking about today, is the films that Rich has produced. His films designed to please the Lord, to glorify the Lord, to edify believers in Christ, and to share the gospel as well. Uh, Today, maybe you have seen these films and want to make comment on them, uh, have been blessed or encouraged by them, uh, can share how it's impacted your life. Our phone number to Crosstalk is 800-733-9829. That's 1-800-733-9829. But if you'd like to order the set, and we're putting in that complimentary copy of the Gospel of John as well, if you'd like to order this, you need to reach out to our main switchboard at one 800 729-9829. That's 1-800-729-9829. Or on the web at vcyamerica.org, vcyamerica.org. And uh, friends, this may be such that you'd like to get multiple sets so that you can share them with others or get a set now, but within a week from now, contact us back to to get additional sets uh, here for the next 30 days. We're going to be putting in that uh, complimentary copy of the Gospel of John and uh, again, that's in the King James Version, but the uh, the point of invitation at the very end of the gospel. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back with more of your phone calls here on Crosstalk, coming your way from the VCY American Network as we talk today about impacting others for Christ through film. And that's exactly what these films are doing. We'll be right back. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Today, a little different commentary. We just released a brand new 30-minute show that is nothing but 
Well, a piano and my singing the classic hymns. But first, I tell the story behind each hymn. I'm finding that more and more Christians and even those who are unchurched or have walked away from the church, they're looking for hope. They're looking for a message of hope and reassurance. I think we can take the classic hymns and turn them into an opportunity of ministry, but also evangelism. I've been shocked over the last, well, 24 hours since releasing that first broadcast, how many people are emailing us that have said, I walked away from the faith, I've left the church. But hearing those stories and songs again from my childhood, it's got me decided to return once again to exploring the truth of the Christian faith. Let's take the opportunity with all the craziness in the world to offer the biblical hope that can be found in the lives and testimonies of great hymns and their authors. I'm Brandon House. This is Crosstalk coming your way from the VCY American Network. And friends, as we started at the very outset of the program today, talking about the times in which we live, we know the true answer is for people to come to faith in Christ as Savior and to change, uh, have our lives changed by Jesus Christ and to live for him, to be salt and be light. And that's what these films are about, to help equip you for doing that in this world around us for such a time as this. Let's go right back to the phone lines. Bonnie in Wisconsin, you're on the air. Hi, I came onto the program late, and I was so excited to hear your guest today because um, I found him and his his movies on YouTube, and um, one of them that really uh, touched me was uh, The Perfect Race, Um, and I've um, encouraged my grandchildren to watch them. Uh, I just think they're fantastic, and God has given you such a a mission of uh, getting out there and, and proclaiming the gospel. I, I just think it's fantastic. Well, thank you very much. That's my brother's film. I have a twin brother, Dave. That's his movie, The Perfect Race, and it's a very good film and with a solid message. So I appreciate it. That's what we're trying to do, we're trying to make movies that inspire people, but with the truth. You've got to plant the truth, yes. you know, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, these films have some good emotional moments in them, too, so they touch hearts, and, um, you know, thankfully the Lord uses them. Thank you for the call, Bonnie. Let's go to Naomi in Preston, Minnesota. You're on the air. Hi. I just want to call in because I I can't say enough about loving those films, like mm-hmm. all of them. So um, Play the Flute was really touching. It really touched my friend, actually, when we watched it with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing, seeing films that you can actually be comfortable watching it with children. It's so yeah. nice because... Growing up, we had pretty high standards for movies, and it was so frustrating finding a variety mm-hmm. that was actually decent to watch with no swearing, no scenes that you'd want to skip or something. And I personally own quite a few that I'm very comfortable watching with children, and um, they're all mostly Christiana films, mm-hmm. so I'm really grateful for them, and specifically. The Power of the Air, we, myself and my um, personal immediate family that I grew up in, they um, were all kind of saying, that's exactly how we thought about it, put into somebody else's movie, and it makes so much sense, and yeah. I wish other people would think that way. So I'm really glad that you're um, putting these films out and making them available. Thank you, Naomi, for your call here today. And again, Rich, uh, these are films impacting, and, and parents don't have to worry, you know, what's going to come up here? Can my children safely watch this or not? Absolutely. Very conservative films. You know, I had a little saying that I used to say, take what God gives you. And if God's just given you a few films that glorify him, maybe he only wants you to watch a few films. But I know this, most films are made for the glory of man. And my brother and myself want to make films for the glory of the Lord. And it's an honor to do so. We don't do it out of obligation. He put it in our hearts. We want to put messages in these films, and it's a real honor to do these movies. None of the movies are easy to do, but it's just a passion, and it's real to us, and we take it very seriously and try to do the best we can. I always make this little joke. I like to see Steven Spielberg take my budget and shoot a movie and see how well yeah, he could right. do. You know? Let's go to Linda next in Cookville, Tennessee. Linda, you're on the air. Thank you. I just wanted to comment um, that I do have both of the films that you're talking about today, and on uh, Play the Flute, mm-hmm. I used that with um, a group of my grandchildren, mm-hmm. and we watched that, and then we, um, I read the Bible verses, 
to them and had a you know like a devotional with it. And then later, when we went shopping through a grocery store going down the aisle where there was honey, one of my granddaughters said, "Oh, we need to get you know some." And uh, thinking, she said, and how the word of God is sweeter than honey and mm. even sweeter than oh, the yeah. honeycomb. Yeah. So they learn from these, and it's, you know, it's good. It's just uh, something I just really appreciate the work and the messages that come through these different movies that are... Yeah, so you were like a Mrs. Jonathan Sperry yep. showing the movie to those exactly. grandkids. That's great. Thank you for the call. Gloria's next in Partyville. You're on the air. Hi, this is Gloria and Party Bell. Just wanted to know what uh, you would consider age appropriate for these films. Would five years be too young? Rich? No, I don't think so. Well, here's the thing. They might not understand it, but I don't think there's, you know, what do you think, Jim? Yeah, they may not understand all the concepts, uh, but but there's nothing that you have to be afraid of what a five-year-old is going to hear in these films. Right. No. He might ask no. a question that you'll mm-hmm. be able to answer and explain to him, and it right. may open a door for you even at a young age. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, one final call, Mary in Wisconsin. You're on the air. Uh, Yes. I had a simple question for Rich, and that is, how is your religious belief any different today than it was when you were growing up as a Catholic? Because Catholics teach... The same. Okay, tell you what, we're going to take your basic question, and since we're down to 90 seconds, Rich, just go ahead, and how's your belief? Real quick, okay, as a Catholic, I was taught this, Rich, if you believe in God and you live a good life, you'll go to heaven. So then why did Jesus have to die? That is a lie. That is not true, because none of us are good enough to go to heaven. The Bible says there's none good, no, not one. This is why Jesus came to die for my sins and yours and our sins, and when we placed our trust in him and we submit to him, as Lord of our life, he will forgive us of our sins. He gives us his Holy Spirit to give us the power to follow him. I was never taught that when I was growing up in the Roman Catholic faith. I was an altar boy for 10 years, and I went to a Catholic college. I was never taught that once, never emphasized to read the Bible either. So when I started looking in the spiritual things, I saw a difference, and that's why I came to the Lord. Amen. Thank you for your call. And uh, friends, let me just say this. The Gospels presented in The Secrets of Jonathan Spirit. It's presented in Play the Flute, and certainly it's in the Gospel of John that we're enclosing yeah. with every order that comes in, every request. A donation of $25 will send you this packet, and uh, you can reach out to us, vcyamerica.org, vcyamerica.org, or by calling one 800 729-9829. Our offices are open till uh, 5 p.m. Central Time, and otherwise leave a message and back open again uh, during regular weekdays, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central. Rick, thank, Rich, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you to all the listeners and for your kind words. The Lord bless all of you. And friends, again, it's impacting others for Christ through film, and it's clearly the Gospels presented. That's one of their goals, is to share the Gospel through their films, to please the Lord, and to build up believers in the faith. Impacting others for Christ, and we trust many of you not only have been impacted through the, the interview here today, but uh, those who will see the films as well. God bless you, friends. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.